I want you to stop talking and start drinking. You're listening to The Modern Drinker. Let's drink! I need you guys to be amazing tonight, so start drinking now. All right, let's go. Second hour. The Modern Drinker Show begins. This is where we usually talk about the libations, craft beer. We will do a little bit of that. Great calling back, Jay Parker. Uh, just because we fell in love with <laughs> in love with the guy, Chef Chris De- Christopher Dijon from uh, Center Plate at Mile High. You, you can stick around for a little while. Absolutely. <laughs> Let's do Absolutely. it. We were having fun in the last hour, and there's uh, things that we want to pick up on. But just so you know, at uh, 7.30 scheduled to come on the show is Cat uh, Nigro. And uh, she's doing something a little bit different. She's introducing into a new market. And I, I don't know if it's a test market. We just need to catch up with Kat. But uh, Naked Grouse, it's a, a brand. And, and I don't want to jump the shark here because I don't know too much about it. But she's a very interesting gal. She's got some tie-ins with uh, friends of ours. It seems like everybody in this industry knows each other, right? That's Chef? the key. you got to be good to everyone because... Yeah. You never know where it's going to come back. Hey, that old uh, Jay Parker here, Greg. I say this all the time. It's not about what you know. It's about who you know. And if who you know doesn't like you, (laughs) then then he's going against the grain. (laughs) So you've got a lot of people going against the grain. Uh, Yes, I do. (laughs) Millions. (laughs) Uh, Standing by Craft Alley and Bryce Forrester. I hope he's okay. He was confirmed. And uh, Craft Alley, for those that don't know, he had a a great uh, thought of, I'm going to go around to all these delicious craft breweries and see who wants to get in on giving me some crowlers not a growler but crowlers are basically big cans from the brewery where the brewery will can these up and then he'll put them and he'll deliver them to you at your door so you don't have to go to your favorite brewery you'll just call up um craft alley and order online at uh, denver.craftalley.co and you can see who uh, all of the the great breweries he has, mm. and, and he'll deliver them to and, you. And listen, why should a pizza and Chinese food have all the fun? Yeah, that's know? right. Getting delivered. Yeah, what's wrong with your craft beer getting brought to you? Delicious. Didn't they say Amazon was going to do that? <laughs> really? No. I thought something like really? that. Hey, man, listen, drones are going to take over everything <laughs> I'll, I'll eventually you, anyway. So. On, the, on the notion of delivery, I really like the service called Drizzly. Have you heard of it, Chef? Drizzly is a service to where they basically just partnered with uh, some of the larger liquor stores around town, and me being in my area would be Argonaut or Bonnie Bray. Mm-hmm. And Drizzly has an app with all the, the stuff that you would want so that you don't have to run the chance of you don't want to drive to get if you had a having a house party or having a few libations or craft beers or wine and you just pull up an app you and they'll drop it off at your door it's and, worth it and uh, yeah absolutely it's worth, it. worth it uh so i think that's cool so uh, uh waiting for cat and i grow to get here to the studio and then booze in the news uh joe hole who is a brewer at school uh, at ska brewing uh, just my favorite brewing company out of Durango, uh, delicious craft beer. He runs the Mod Brewing Projects. What's Mod Brewing? It, it's so basically, it's the creative aspect. I don't. I'm not. I'm, I didn't get into why they call it Mod, but it's the creative uh, mini brewery that they uh, play around. So they play around with that. Uh, let's put jalapenos or let's put something wacky. Oh, that's cool. And then if it works out and it, it meets the cut, then they move it on to the big boys, and uh, then they move on. Hey, on a side note, uh, Bryce from Alley is downstairs from Craft Alley, so. You know, so what? <laughs> so I should probably run and get him, or, or he should wait until the break. Okay, <laughs> okay. but he's 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 here. Oh, cool. Um, I want to do a little bit of housekeeping, like I said, Alamo Draft House, which um, Chef Seth Rex Road. I have to say, Chef Seth Rex Road, very very slow because if I don't. His name is Sex. <laughs> you can't try and say, uh, say Chef Seth Rex Road there. <laughs> That's what happens. So I say it very good, but he's a great chef, and they're doing a lot of stuff with collaborations and beer, and he calls it the best damn movie theater on earth. And it really is because he's doing um, uh, delicious, well-thought-out dishes, gourmet dishes, uh, also doing pizzas very well, all those other things. But here you are, you're kicked back, you're watching a, a movie, one of your favorites, or uh, a brand new release, and food and beer comes out to your seat. All they ask you to do is just not chatter it up. 
don't text, don't make phone calls. And they're strict. They're, and that's my favorite part. Have you been, Chef? No, not at all. So I took my girl uh, not too long ago. We went out and saw uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, oh. you know, fun movie, all that. Yeah. But I was real curious, Greg, on how it would work. You know, I, I, I get it. You tell me how it works. I get it. But I was really interested in to sit down and it's like, okay, I want to get a pizza and I want to get a craft beer. She wants to get a cocktail. How's that going to work with the server? And it's uh, inside of my head. I'm like, I just don't think it's going to be as smooth as they bill it out to. It's as smooth as silk. They, it's you have to be young to do that job because they come yeah. in on their crouching. They're like ninjas. They're ninja service, <laughs> and they come in and you write the thing down what you want. You know, old fashioned mm-hmm. pizza, pepperoni, like mm-hmm. this little piece of paper. They give you the thing. You just set it down. They walk in. If you if if you're uh, you know uh, need special needs like Greg or something where he doesn't want, you know extra this or like that, then you have a little con- you might have a little conversation. Yeah. But it's as smooth as silk. It's a great experience. How many seats? The theater I was in was, uh, I would say, probably, uh, Chef, they're in two tops. They have, how many theaters? I, I don't want to misspeak, but in my estimation, Multiple. it was like 10. Yeah. About 10. Really? And they're big, they're full-size theaters, and they're state-of-the-art. They're brand new. It's over wow. on Colfax. Wow. They have a Littleton location as well. Yeah. But if you're a movie fan, a moviegoer, and a lot of times they do theme. Theme dinner. Theme dinner, yeah. So, um you know, they did a um, Indiana uh, Jones one. Yeah, they, they did a Reservoir Dogs one, mm-hmm. and they they certain V for dishes, Vendetta is the one that's coming up. Yeah, all V, all V foods. Hmm. <laughs> right? That'd be too fun. Yeah, yeah. Be able to do something Feel. different. I mean, what a great date to take the misses to. We try to do different things at the stadium, you mm-hmm. know, depending on the season, and bring that little touch in. We'll be doing gingerbread houses for Chris- mm-hmm. Christmas and. Would you like like to strangle a pumpkin? Uh, Sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) The pumpkin season, you know? Everybody thinks they have to toy with a pumpkin. Everything has pumpkin in it. Everything. It's like, dude. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Um, I wanted to touch on something. First of all, Alamo, what do they have coming up this week, Jay? Uh, coming up this week, they don't have, okay, well, they have uh, movies and food all the time and happy hour, but coming up this week, necessarily, there's the release of Thor is coming out. So they're doing big a big party movie. For, for Thor, the new mm-hmm. Thor. They also have Justice League uh, 2, or or it's kind of weird how they number or they name movies nowadays. It's not, I don't think it's 2. I think they just kind of changed the name of it. But the new Justice League is coming out where they introduce uh, Aquaman and, and fun things like that so those are the next movies coming out down at alamo and they also have a lounge and they have barfly barfly oh, is their lounge and they'll do a brunch and they have people that are entertainers that'll Non-stop. come in a jazz brunch if you like jazz i love jazz <laughs> do you oh yeah you might like the jazz brunch then at yeah. barfly and uh it's one of those things where you can go to barfly just have some dinner and hang mm-hmm. out and drink some delicious craft beer or have some uh cocktails and then go home or you can hang out in the lounge and then go to a movie or vice versa, go to it's a like movie a and then come out to the lounge. Perfect date. So they really have a, a good thing going on there. What's the uh, the address and the website, Jay? The website is drafthouse.com. And for some reason on the website, Greg, I'm having trouble finding the address. Oh, uh, for Alamo? It's yeah. a 4255 West Colfax Avenue. 4255 West Colfax Avenue. So it's uh, out there on uh, West Colfax, you know. Just passed up mile high. Yeah, <laughs> just passed up mile high. So you might even do that. Make well, it a whole a whole day. After man. work. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so uh, you said again, center plate, mile high. Uh, executive chef Christopher Dijon, C- celebrity. What? I- so kind of funny. We're in the concept modes, trying to figure out what we're going to do. And I said, what about a flash restaurant? What about doing something, a pop up or something? Brilliant. And and the powers to be uh for the broncos are like great idea Mm -hmm. we'll build a spot outside are you this exists oh yeah this is happening oh yeah this is great we're just we're on our third year and uh so they uh noble energy Uh is the uh main sponsor Mm -hmm. and they built the little grill stand outside on the sports legends mall and we bring in jennifer Mm -hmm. elise wiggins Mm -hmm. uh justin brunson Mm -hmm. um this Troy Gard, probably? Troy Gard was our opener. Did, He's our big guy. So did this all sp- kind of spawn from the taste of the Denver Broncos or vice versa? Did the taste of the Denver Broncos spawn from this? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I could see that. Absolutely. And it was great because, mm-hmm. you know, I got to know a lot of these guys pretty well. And Kelly Whitaker is our next one for the uh, New England Patriots. Uh, he has um, Ash 
Moto okay. up in Boulder. Yeah. And uh, I'm still getting to know him a little bit. And then uh, then it'll be um, Jose at Rosenberg. And uh, I, I might be finishing out the year because I don't think anybody wants to do the 31st. Home run. Home run. <laughs> but so what they do is they come and do a demo. We set it all up. We're already selling their product. They'll, they'll come up with two items that are, you know, $9 price point. And then uh, we'll take and um, bring it up to the club level where we have four different action stations. So the guests can buy a coin and they can pick whatever menu they want. All Colorado. Um, Asian Fusion, or we usually noodle bowl, um, uh, team inspired. So whoever's visiting, um, this next game will be a crab sandwich and then, uh, the celebrity chef and we'll take their menu and make it a three course meal for 17 bucks. (laughs) So it's, and it's cooked live in front of you. And that's where I said, you know, that's probably the best meal in the building. I wonder who goes to the game just for that. (laughs) We've, we've had our challenges, but it's definitely one of the, the highlights. Yeah. what I mean, what are the challenges getting people that are so focused? And, and again, I can see how it may seem a little convoluted to where it's like, we're here for a game, yeah. focused in on a game. But here's this, uh, you know, side, I don't want to call it project, but here, here's this amenity. Mm-hmm. that you're able to enjoy exactly so you choose what what does that look like as far as time goes and timing of the game well and it's it's tough because the club level opens three hours prior to kickoff so mm-hmm. uh, they've got to be on their guard and i try to get them to make everything from scratch so yeah that's a challenge you know especially employees are tough they don't you know to try and get the talented ones in there mm-hmm. it's uh they've got to be able to talk with the guests mm-hmm. and be able to cook at the same time and uh, that can be a challenge. And uh, lines, you know, like we know beef is king, and that's that's uh, that's where the the story with uh, uh, tenderloin. I went through 175 pounds of tenderloin in an hour, and I had to get uh, 70 more pounds just to make it to halftime. Holy cow! Yeah, that's a meeting. Yeah, that's a meeting. What <laughs> what's the amount of food? Like, do you have numbers? Uh, oh yeah, the, of say what a season's worth of beef pound uh, beef pound wise would be, or is that just that's that's a harder to do? Yeah. but uh, we're doing about five thousand burgers a uh, game, about seventeen thousand hot dogs. Um, you know, those are the the uh, burgers. Never been in a picture this year. I bet they will be. It's always been pizza, chick. Uh, Is hot pizza dogs. the biggest seller? Hot dogs are. Hot dogs are. Yeah. At a ball. At a football game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, other events at Mile High. Is center plate in charge of that. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's we love that. You know, this year we had two uh, uh, rock concerts, but uh, next year we already have the first country concert booked or uh, set up, and I think there's going to be a lot more. Because there's a lot of concerts, and then we do the outlaws, the outdoor uh, okay. professional lacrosse. Sure, so. and center plate, no stranger to charities, no, and raising money. No, I think it's really neat that they do that. Some of the notables and and uh, the, stepping up to the plate for New Orleans. I think just this past uh, week or something, yeah. helping out in New Hampshire for some things. Yep, that's uh, where the company's based. Yeah, out in New Hampshire. Yeah. What 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 are some things that n- notable for you? Um, Charity wise, that mile high or center plate, center plate's its own identity, right? Right. It just happens to operate out of mile high. Well, for me, you know, it's children. Yeah. And and that's my weak spot. So trying to get involved with uh, anywhere with the children's uh, uh, museum or the children's uh, uh, hospital mm-hmm. and doing stuff with them been awesome. Yeah. You know, but wherever we can, I, I twist their arm pretty hard as Absolutely. far as uh, doing stuff. Uh, you are a craft beer drinker. Oh yeah, you're a fan. Oh yeah. You want to stick around for the next I segment? Love dark beer is my my favorite. Okay, we're going to talk to Bryce Forrester. Okay. Um, Bryce is one of these guys to where I entrepreneurial spirit. I love. I love, and and it's one of those things to where entrepreneurial spirit. You have to uh, find a need and address it, and and when you find that need, uh, which is is so seldom these days in a world of you think there's nothing that hasn't been thought of mm-hmm. um, or but, tried, right? But the the reinvention or the new inventions, especially of um, Colorado craft beer, and and saying, um, you know, how do we facilitate the customer to where? I know the experience of going to uh, tap rooms, tasting rooms is there, but there's also something to be said for convenience mm-hmm. and still having what you want. And I think that aha moment. Uh, came for Bryce Forrester, and he created Craft Alley. 
So I want to catch up with Bryce. He he was able to join us this evening. <laughs> I found him. <laughs> you found him. Yeah, he's running around the eye right. outside. I'm glad we had another segment open, Bryce. And it wasn't uh, the trip wasn't in vain, shall we say? So we'll do that. We'll come right back. Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, and uh, guest chef host from uh, Center Plate at Mile High, and uh, we just uh, fell in love with him. He's uh, one of our friends now, Chef Christopher Dijon. We'll be right back in a flash and talk to Bryce Forrester from Craft Alley. And then coming up, Cat Nigro uh, from Naked Grouse. What's Naked Grouse? You'll have to stick around and find out on the Modern Drinker Show on iHeartRadio. Hey, this is Dave Thibodeau from Scott Brewing down in Durango. You're listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Hey, it's Greg Holland back for Gluten-Free Things. Are you intolerant or sensitive to gluten? Or maybe you're a gluten-free lifestyler? Is your menu limited because you've eliminated gluten from your diet? Are you missing the taste of foods that traditionally contain gluten? What if I told you that you can add breads, pizzas, muffins, cakes, cookies, waffles, croissants, English muffins, the list goes on right back to your menu. Gluten-Free Things is a local gluten-free and vegan bakery that reintroduces you to the foods you love. Owner John Irvin believes gluten-free shouldn't taste like the box that it's packaged in. Trust me when I tell you the products from his bakery in Arvada are fresh, flavorful, and masterly crafted, leaving you with a product that tastes like the real thing. Simply delicious. The bakery is located in Arvada on 64th and Sims across the street from Arvada West High School. Check out their website at glutenfreethings.com. You'll be amazed with the variety of gluten-free products they make. And chefs, don't leave your gluten-free restaurant guests without options. Contact John at info at glutenfreethings.com. That's info at glutenfreethings.com to see what he can do for you. Give him a shot. 11651 West 64th Avenue in Arvada. It's gluten-free things. The most delicious hot dogs in Denver are at Billy's Gourmet Hot Dogs. Signature dogs, specialty dogs, gourmet sausages, homemade, hormone-free, 100% single-sourced meat, and never any artificial flavors or coloring. You can taste the difference. 24th and Larimer, near Coors Field, plus food truck, street carts, and at Fiddler's Green. Savor the best damn dog in Denver. Billy's GourmetHotDogs.com Beer is good! Beer is good! Beer is good! Hi, this is Jim Cook from Sam Adams, and you are listening to The Modern Drinker on iHeartRadio. Cheers. Let's go drink some beer! All right, we can do that, especially with this gentleman in studio right now. Uh, John, it's John Irvin distracting you there, <laughs> Bryce. He's, Always. He's a, really, to my ear. he's a cool guy. Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker. And uh, sitting on deck is Kat Nigro, and we're going to catch up with her with a Naked Grouse. You'll have to stick around and find out what that's all about. Uh, Chef Chris Dijon from Center Plate at uh, Mile High. I'm so glad that we can drop that sports authority off there. It's just a, a pain in the rear to to throw in because it, it changed for me in my mind. It changed so much. <laughs> sports authority, the name, this and that. Um here he is, Bryce Forrester. Bryce, you heard me do the setup um, coming in. Was I even close to how this moment came in your mind of why there was a need for Craft Alley? Yeah, absolutely. Like, convenience is a big part of what we do. Yeah. Um, going to the breweries here in Colorado is one of the best experiences, getting new, fresh, local beer, um, and going to breweries that are taking a chance on the beers that they brew and brewing some of the most interesting stuff in the country. But you don't always have time to go out to the brewery. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of situations where you're drinking, but you're limited to the beer that's big macro brands that mm-hmm. are in the liquor stores already. Sure. So, Craft uh, Alley. So, uh, exactly. I mean, I think I kind of said what it is, but Craft Alley in a nutshell, how would you describe it? Uh, so we partner with local breweries, uh-huh. and we make them more accessible. Mm-hmm. So you can order online, have it delivered to your house, uh, with the click of a button, or you can come in and shop a bunch of different local breweries all at once, and you're getting brewery fresh beer all within 14 days of uh, packaging. What's a crowler? A crowler is a 32 ounce can of beer that's poured fresh off the draft. Why can't you do a growler? You could do a growler, but they're glass, they're heavy, they don't last as long, the mm-hmm. seal's not nearly mm-hmm. as good. So these seal up really, really well, Mm -hmm. and they have a longer shelf life. Still not nearly as long, not like six, eight months, like some of the stuff you find sitting on the shelves. And Mm -hmm. that's not what we want. We want the fresh taste that you get with uh, fresh beer from the local breweries. I would imagine selection is is pretty key to to being able to be viable as 
as Craft Alley and just two, three breweries, which I'm sure that's where you started out. Our friends over there at Brews Beer, sponsor of the show, um, uh, Ryan Evans, he says, man, Bryce is picking up crawlers from me all the time. It's working. Yeah, uh, Bruce has a great selection. Ryan was the first guy to even sign on. Mm-hmm. I walked in, pitched him in the back while he was uh, brewing a batch, actually. Now, that's a chance on romance right there, right? I mean, he's betting on the roll. Bryce is coming in, and I'm going to give him some crawlers, and let's see what the kid can do. Exactly. He said, sounds good. You answered all my questions. Let's go with it. Uh, so they have a great selection. We get our Belgians from Brews, um, and then we fill out sours, browns, stouts, I, of course, IPAs and pale ales. Um, and just across the board, and the great thing about all the local breweries is they're brewing stuff up that's all a seasonal match, too, because they mm-hmm. don't have to brew 40 barrels at a time. They're doing 5, 10 barrels. And so October hits, and you have your Oktoberfests. Mm-hmm. Stouts are all coming on right now really heavy. Uh, over the summer, sours are tons of fruited sours. Mm-hmm. Um, and they do a really good job of keeping everything full. We have seven different breweries that we partner with. Uh, each of them puts out eight to ten beers at any time, and then we have an eighth that we rotate through, so trying to get to more of the hard-to-reach spots. So uh, recently partnered with a brewery up in Brighton, Colorado, Something Brewing. Uh, Going to be bringing Horse and Dragon down from sweet, Fort Collins sweet dude. Uh, next week. Excited about that. So every two weeks there's something new for you to get into. Shep Dijon, when you hear something like that, is that something that you would use? Oh, you know, we, we really try to put in a lot of craft beer in the stadium. Mm-hmm. It, you know, we got our sponsorship deals, so we have to sure. kind of honor those. But uh, I see that growing, yeah. especially for the country concerts. We're allowed to sell a couple of those per person. So. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. That's really cool. We uh, have a ton of people loading up before Red Rocks. They come in, uh, oh, yeah. set up their Red Rocks tailgate, get a bunch of crawlers, and then share them all, all around and are able yeah. to sample a bunch of breweries all at once. Is it? Uh, it's Jay Parker here. Bryce, how you doing, buddy? Uh, glad to find you outside in the cold. Uh, is it just crawlers, or do you do, are you are legally, or can you do the 12-ounce cans also? Everything that we do is crawlers. We could do 12-ounce cans, but most of the stuff that's in 12-ounce cans is set up for widespread distribution. Okay. So if you think Odell's and Avery, those are great breweries, uh, but... They are already easy to find. You can go into most liquor stores and find those. And so we're really looking for the stuff that you have to drive 40 minutes to go and grab and uh, is a little more interesting and not as huge of a scale. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, you know, just so people know, and I I think I know the answer to this, but um, this isn't you hoarding uh, crawlers in your basement. (laughs) You know, you, you work out of a liquor store. Yeah, we uh, have a retail liquor license, Mm -hmm. and so we have a shop down on South Pearl between Chaos Pizza and Sushi Den. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can come in, shop the coolers. Um, We've got probably 70 beers on hand at any given point in time. Um, And then craftalley.com, go there, and you can find the rest of all those beers that we have in the store, as well as another 30 or 40 from the brewer's tap list that you can order and have it delivered to your house. Very cool. Indi- directly, indirectly, I don't know, but uh, there's a service out there, Drizzly, right? You may or may not have heard of Drizzly, so they'll bring you. Bo- so they'll take a liquor store within your neighborhood, find out how to exactly. connect you. With They're really it. good at bringing you Bud Light. They're really good at bringing you Bud Light, or or whatever you want for premium. But you and, and listen on the other end of it, and I'll t- and I'll tell you this because there are a couple equations to it. Convenience is one of them, but knowledge is another one of them. And and I know Bryce, you've got your finger on the pulse of the craft community, which I really appreciate. So I know that if I'm ordering from Craft Alley, that I've, I'm ordering from somebody who has a lot of good knowledge, and it's going to be uh, local craft. What's the model of growth with this though are you looking to expand to be able to bring crawlers from out of state other like two roads if somebody wants that or a dogfish head or how i mean there's a lot of those that you can go and get that beer on the market as well but you know you can you can go to a few certain locations that has a good selection of craft beer and use that drizzly app what sets you apart uh so we might end up going uh, like to out of state. There's some complications legally with crossing state lines, but um, really our like heart is in local mm-hmm. and all of the local brewers. That's why we like going so to the local to breweries because yeah. like, it's such a good atmosphere. You're dealing with such good people and like you can see where the money's going. And uh, so we want to stay local, mm-hmm. uh, uh, as local as we can. We'd like to have more stores around. Mm-hmm. Uh, the state, but just continue. There's 300 plus breweries in Colorado. 
all of them make awesome beer, and we're just trying to make sure it, more of them are more accessible wait, to more people. Wait, it, what happened right now? I think one just opened up. Another one just yeah. opened up. You <laughs> <laughs> need a bell. <laughs> That's right. Uh, and we're seeing some taper, though, um, to where fewer being sold and a couple being closed down, but more and more of the growth is just there exponentially. Um, what's next for Craft Alley? Uh, so we're actually just kicking off in the last week a new membership program where you don't have to remember to go online and place your order, uh, but you can just tell us what type of beers you like, just like the people that come into mm-hmm. our retail shop. We ask, what are you in the mood for? What do you feel like drinking? What do you like? Um, and you tell us all of your preferences, and we'll just ship out three crawlers to you at any given point in time that you choose. So if you say, I like Fridays, 530s, whenever mm-hmm. I want my crawler drop. Wow, that's cool. Uh, we'll give you three IPAs. Jay will give you three stouts. I, I love that idea because I'm a big surprise guy, right? And it's like, I know I like beer, right? And if it's craft yeah. and, and if I look at the brewery list and all that, but, I know I know that I'm going to like it. But I love the idea of not knowing what they're going to bring well, me. Well, and listen, a step further is that I like the idea of, uh, you know, a lot of people have uh, Christmas coming Gifting. up or the holiday. Yeah, yeah to have just. A, a few crawlers show up at your door awesome. every other and you'll facilitate that no problem yeah right? so you just tell us what you like and we'll do the heavy lifting so you can do the easy drinking yeah very cool man thanks for stopping by thank you it's really appreciate neat. you having me at uh, <laughs> bryce forrester again um finding finding a need and fulfilling it it's just that entrepreneurial spirit that just goes so far with me and uh when we first met bryce forrester at um brews belgium beer fest i believe I think. Is that where we met you, Bryce? I think it was the anniversary party. Was it the anniversary I was, party? I didn't uh, get on the radio with you guys in the snow. Gotcha. Uh, the, the Belgian uh, the Belgian Brewfest was in the snow, right? That's Back right. Back in February. Yeah, you were heading out of there. Yeah. Uh, but another cool thing, too, people can look out on uh, Facebook all the time, social media, you do such a great job, but a lot of good, unique offers that you put out there as well. Yeah. Um, we try and make, uh, like, good local craft beer as affordable and approachable as possible, mm-hmm. so... Whether it's access, price, anything that we can find to make sure that um, you're paying attention to the local beers anytime you're drinking, not just when you're going out and going and meeting people at the breweries. I'd wish you luck, but I think you're going to have all the success in the world. And here's my guess: people are going to uh, breweries are going to start coming to you and saying, you know, hey, what's it take for us to get our crawlers in? We've your had hand? a few of those. Yeah, um, I'll bet that's you. part of the reason for the rotator program. That way, we yeah. can bring more and more in. Good job, yeah. bud. Thank I you. Appreciate it. There he is, awesome. Bryce Forrester, Craft Alley. All right, Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, and uh, guest chef host, and his name is uh, Chef Chris Dejean from Mile High Stadium and uh, Center Plate. What a huge job you have, Chef. I mean, that's just quite the undertaking. A few kegs. A few kegs of beer. I'll bet you. you. Anytime you need a suggestion on craft beers or that kind of what's hot right now, what's going on, we we talk to a few people out there. That's one area. I (laughs) think we might know a couple of things. I'm interested in this. Uh, Chef, are you a scotch drinker? I love scotch. Are you a whiskey drinker? Oh, both. All right. Well, so, you know, whiskey, scotch, water, regions of the world, like wines, varieties, varietals, uh, whole nine yards. Blends. Blends. really intrigues me. Cat Nigro, she's... Uh, I think this this gal is she's an up and comer and and she's hitting hard right now with naked grouse. You want to find out what that's all about? It's coming up next right here, the Modern Drinker Show, iHeartRadio. You'll share a little drink with us on this festive day. It's the Modern Drinker Show. Remember the time when if you wanted to enjoy a classic Belgian-style beer, you'd better be visiting Europe? Hi, I'm Charlie Gottenkenny, head brewer of Brews Beers right here in Denver. It's with great honor that my partner Ryan Evans and I are able to share our passion for Belgian-inspired beers from our local microbrewery, Brews Beers. Located at the intersection of 67th and Pecos in the Midtown community, we invite you to Denver's only all-Belgian-style brewery and taproom to sample an array of classic Belgian-inspired beers. If you're a Colorado craft beer lover like myself, you're sure to appreciate our attention to providing only the best ingredients and care when we brew our Belgian beer recipes. With a food truck every night and open seven days a week, our spacious dog-friendly tap room and beer garden welcomes you, your friends, and family to sample from a large selection of award-winning, small-batch, handcrafted artisan ales. Look us up online at brewsbeers.com. That's B-R-U-Z-B-E-E-R-S.com. And we'll see you at the brewery. Hello, this is Sam Calagione from Dogfish Head Craft Brewery 
and you are listening to The Modern Drinker on the iHeartRadio Network. All right, we're back at it. Um, Greg Allen back, Jay Parker. Chef Dijon had to uh, hit the road along mm-hmm. with John Irvin, so uh, they've got their uh, knees in the breeze, their chin in the wind. Chef's a cool guy. Yeah, they're out of here. Uh, he really cool guy. I think he's going to join us uh, for the opening of, uh, not the opening, but um, the bindery. We're going to go down there. They're newly opened and check out uh, the bindery. If you didn't hear that in the last hour, you'll be able to hear the uh, rebroadcast of this show on uh, Monday, as always, on the Modern Eater Facebook. Uh, Bryce Forrester, he's going to stick around from Craft Alley uh, because, you know, it's not just all about beer. Libations are good as well, and especially something like this to where you're like, hmm, I, li- I like... Uh, Naked I like, what? what? I like scotch. Yeah. Uh, the proper introduction, Cat and I grow. Um, Kat, first of all, welcome to the show. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, get that mic right up to you. Uncomfortably close. Uncomfortably close. And it spins, so you can just... All right. There you go. We'll just have fun playing with it. Sure. Um, First of all, the... Edrington. Did I say that right? Edrington. 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 Yeah. Very Scottish company. Uh, Yeah. First of all, what is the company? So Edrington is owned by a charitable trust way, way back when you know, a long time in Scotland. Sure. These Robinson sisters had this company, wanted to do something awesome with it, but didn't want everybody to take over. So they created what now is Edrington. Um, like I said, owned by a charitable trust. But the cool thing is it's all liquor. It's all scotch. Brands that we all know. All good And love. Yeah. Love. So McAllen. McAllen, Highland Park. Uh-huh. Glen Turret. Uh-huh. That kind of equals Naked Grouse. Yeah, so here it is, Naked Grouse, and I have a bottle of it in my hand. And I love, I just love the branding of this. And as as I do my reading, I see that I've got a bottle of, and we can call this scotch, right? This it is, is. It's a blended scotch, but the cool thing is, it's made from all single malts. So most have some malted barley or something in it. It's a little different. It's got those grains in it. This is all single malts. Um, like I said, it's got McAllen, Highland Park, and then Glen Turret. Glen Turret's the fun one a lot of people haven't heard of. Mm-hmm. It's the oldest distillery in Scotland. Is it really? It is. It founded in 1775. Crazy. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Wealth of knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for coming on. That's why you we know. have people like this coming Well, on yeah. I mean, you know, I, I can't do all that. You know, here's the thing. is A lot of times some people, Greg, and we talk to a lot of whiskey people and a lot of distillers, and, st- and some people aren't crazy about blending uh, whiskeys for some for what they have their own reasons and that's fine. I think it's a delicious and b why not talk about the blending process, Kat. S- simple process. Our master distiller in Scotland, Kirsten, she does a fantastic job. She works on Cuddy Sark. She works on the famous Grouse, which a lot of people have seen before. Um, but she wanted a fun new project, kind of something new, innovative to catch these younger markets that are coming up. So, you know, she came up with this idea to blend these three fantastic single malts. And what they're doing is they're putting it into a naked first fill sherry cask. That's where you're getting the naked part of the grouse. Mm -hmm. So naked meaning nothing has ever touched this cask besides sherry before the blended whiskey Mm. goes in. So they're blending it all together in that first fill sherry cask, which, I mean, it's going to give you a great flavor, a great smell. I mean, it's How long do they age it at that point? A minimum of six months in that first fill sherry cask, mm-hmm. but it has to be aged a minimum of three years. Are they putting staves in it? No. No. It's just all coming from so the McAllen, Edrington, all of the all of these distilleries that we own, what they like to do is use the best of the best wood. We have a master of wood working for our company just so they can get this stuff right. So what they're doing is they're going over to these awesome coopers in uh, Spain, and they're using the best sherry, the best wood. They're getting these great flavor profiles off of it. They're letting the sherry sit in there for a couple of years, and then what they're going to do is ship it up to Scotland. After they drain all that sherry, they don't care what they do with it. We just want the wood, and we want the we want the good stuff from it. So they pretty much let the juices bleed out of the wood into the whiskey. This is fun. <laughs> I'm, mm. I'm enjoying this a lot. Mm. It's an educational as well. It, it's uh, it. it and that it falls under the thing where this whole scotch versus whiskey thing yeah. growing up and I always thought, you know, the two completely different things and it turns out it's a regional thing like champagne and all that stuff. 
Yeah, well, right. And and then I, one of the questions I always had is, what's up with Glenn? Why is Glenn named? And it's just a region. Just a Scottish <laughs> thing. That's the right. easiest thing I remembered is, it's all whiskey at the end of the day. Yeah. Whiskey with an sure. E or whiskey without an E. Right. So the biggest trick to remember uh-huh. is, if the country name has an E in it, there's whiskey in it. America, there's an E in the whiskey. Scotland, there's no E in the name it, no E in the whiskey. Is that true? Don't make me go around. I swear, other than Japan. Bryce, did you know this? <laughs> what about Ireland? I can't speak to all of them. Some of them are, <laughs> Scot- Japan, Ireland, some of them are a little bit messed up. But for the most part, yeah. it's pretty on track. Good good, good question, though, Bryce. Um, I don't know the answer either way. I'm genuinely curious. Without right? the E. Yeah. Uh, where, where do you fit into this picture? So a couple months back, you know, they were looking for a brand entrepreneur. So it's not just, you know, getting out there, selling it. It's actually growing the brand, mm-hmm. which is crazy. So this brand, they decided to bring now, over from the UK. But very care and not to interrupt, no, but very, very careful that um, not brand inv- ambassador. We no. want to make that very clear, brand entrepreneur, because a lot right. of the stuff that you're doing, Kat, and this is really why I think you hung the moon, uh, you're you're out there creating um, a, a, a market share. For Absolutely. this product, and and it's not just going in and 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 batting your eyes or saying uh, here's who I know mm-hmm. type of thing. It's saying here's what I can bring to you, and here's what I want to create for you. Absolutely, and, and here's why I believe that uh, Naked Grouse has a spot in your restaurant or liquor store. Exactly. So right now, Naked Grouse is only in three markets: mm-hmm. Denver Market, Philadelphia, and Minnesota. By design? By design. They're okay. being very, very selective mm-hmm. of what we're doing so that we can grow this brand in the right ways. So they're having me come in here, and I'm not selling it. I'm not you know, pitching it to these people that I don't think it'll work in. I'm working with the best 30 accounts in Denver, mm-hmm. and that's it. I'm not going outside of the city limits right now to grow this brand. Create that Put demand. on these creative, mm-hmm. inventive, happy speak hours and to that. Speak to that, some of the things that you do, because it's, I think it's phenomenal. It's fun. Like what this week we have Wednesday. I'm working with Bar Fausto on mm-hmm. this awesome event, and what they're doing is – it's going to sound gross, guys, but they're having a period party, like okay. a feminine ladies period party. Is that what it's called? That is, they're putting themselves out there for that <laughs> they, one. <laughs> they are. The, one of the owners knows um, this founder of this company uh, thinks it's these women's underwear that are meant for period wear. Um, so what I'm doing is working down with Tempered Chocolates down at Central Market, and we're going to make a naked grouse chocolate. What girls like to eat yeah. in a period. Hey, we, why not put some scotch in it? <laughs> well, that and and I'm thinking, make some ice cream. <laughs> make little. It's you know, next. <laughs> that is next. Uh, that's uh, weirdly creative and and brilliant Fun. at the same time because I'm sure that as people were listening to this, uh, they couldn't tune away. <laughs> that's one of those things. Are no. and so if you can if you can make. Um, uh, I wanted, yeah. You can't even say it, huh? You're no, just I like, can't. Oh, I, I'm yeah. just trying to walk the line, but it, you know, it stands for itself. Uh, Hearth and Dram is one of uh, what I think to be the largest selections of whiskeys and, oh, yeah. and scotches in town. Um, you're doing some certain things. It seems like your happy hours are constantly moving. So how can people keep track of that? Uh, the easiest way to keep track of it is I have. You know, a Facebook invite page, it's, what is it, Whiskey on the Rockies on Facebook, mm-hmm. and then again, Whiskey on the Rockies um, on Instagram. And I have all my photos, you know, everything that I'm doing throughout the week. I have something going on every that, other day. I, and, and check it out, Whiskey on the Rockies. Just search it, especially on Facebook. Um, <laughs> it's one of those things so obvious, like Whiskey on the Rocks, Whiskey on the Rockies. You, you did it. You grabbed it. You said it makes sense it's to mine. me. Yeah, it's absolutely yours. Uh, Kat, you're doing a lot of great creative things. For people that are interested in Naked Grouse and doing some homework on it, what's what's the best way to do that? The best way to do that is honestly right now following me on Instagram. Really, a lot of those articles that are out there are written in the UK, so they have wrong percentages on them. Not wrong, but it's just what they're doing. They're doing 40% there. We're doing 43. So yeah. you've got to be on the plus side. I know we're throwing a lot of information at you guys and, and come Monday when we do a, uh, a 
repodcast of this uh, broadcast we'll put out there on our facebook page let's do a jump across link of and and write all the stuff down so that we can get you maximum exposure because yeah. you're doing a great job well thank you uh liquor stores are you looking for positioning there uh i have great positioning right now at argonauts on the top shelf in the blended section love that and uh over at molly's too they yeah. work with me really well i have a bunch of other liquor stores in town though those are my top two favorite. I love working with those guys and all over town on premise, you know, Bar Fausto, Mercantile, Hearth and Dram. We got all the guys with us and everybody's a great supporter. Yeah. Um, I haven't said it at all just because I think she should stand alone for what she does. Uh, and, and it's one of those things where you're not a hanger on her. I think this guy is uh, Chef Preston Phillips from Grind Kitchen and Watering Hole. Just happens to be your other half. Uh, you guys are great. A pair couple together just we feed off each other you it's really great. do a good job you keep the guy in line i do he feeds me i make him drink it works it does work. what do you want uh great job so much fun cat stick around next segment are you are you uh do you like ska brewing company out of durango yeah you do okay i had an opportunity jay and we released this this last week and it didn't mm. hurt that ska brewing company shared it uh, but we caught up during Great American Beer Festival week, and Scott Brewing T Company was doing a happy hour at Rialto with some of their new releases, of Pink Vapor Stew being one of their sours, uh, which I think is great, by the way. I'm not a huge fan of sours just because it makes you burp, and it's like... It just, Doesn't all beer? <laughs> and well, no, but the sour will get you deep. <laughs> the sour will get you <laughs> real deep. Uh, exactly. It's, uh, but um, Dave Thibodeau. Co-owner, co co-founder, Scott Brewing Company. We have some mutual friends. All of a sudden, we sit down with the guy. We're spending 25, 30 minutes with him with what I believe, humbly so, is a fantastic interview and just such a great insight to not only Dave Thibodeau, his life, uh, but Scott Brewing Company itself. That's posted on the Modern Eater Facebook page. You can check it out there. But a lot of people are getting some good views out of that and enjoying it. And on, on that vein, we want to catch up with Scott Brewing uh, brewer Joe Hull, and he's going to come up next in the next segment on the telephone. So if you want to stick around and listen to that interview, yeah. that'd be cool. All right. Uh, thank you, Kat. I appreciate thank it. Thank you, guys. Absolutely. Kat Nigro. And uh, it's Edrington. 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 With a D. E-D. With a D. The I Naked Grouse. The Naked Grouse. It's such good stuff. All right. We'll be back in a flash. And Bryce Forrester again in studio with us with Craft Alley. We'll come back and we'll talk to Joe Hull from Scott Brewing Company. That's next in the Booze in the News segment right here on the Modern Drinker Show on iHeartRadio. You'll share a little drink with us on this festive day. It's the Modern Drinker Show. Rocker Spirits. It's a distillery. It's a place to hang. It's about quality. It's about taste. It's about passion. Infused with American spirit. Rocker whiskey, rocker rum, rocker vodka. Get ready for an original look, feel, and experience. Old Town Littleton. And have you ever had pizza from a thousand degree oven? Great pizza from Sprezzatura. Open Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Rockerspirits.com. Rockerspirits.com. <laughs> Now it's time for the Modern Drinkers Booze in the News segment. I like my beer cold, my meat grilled, and my entertainment explosive. All we need is a, is a chair and a, and a cooler beer. Here's your booze news. All right, we can do that. Booze in the news. All the booze news you can use every Saturday right here on the Modern Drinker Show on iHeartRadio. Uh, Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker in studio with us, Kat Nigro, and uh, Bryce Forrester from Craft Alley. So, uh, jump to the VIP line right there, and I think we'll jump down to Tur Durango where Joe Hull, uh, brewer for Sc Ska Brewing Company. Uh, welcome to the Modern Drinker Show. Oh, thanks for having me. Are you hanging out in Durango right now? Yeah, actually, right now we're in the middle of a big old party at Ska. We're uh, giving away some snowboards. Uh, we do a collaboration with a local snowboard company. Venture. Uh, yeah, you heard of them, Venture Snowboards from Silverton. They, uh, they, uh, we make a beer named after a board that um, that they've produced, and then we, uh, they make a snowboard with a Ska top sheet on there. Every year it changes, and tonight we're partying. Uh, celebrating the start of the uh, ski season and giving away some boards and just, like, having a good time. Hey, Joe, it's uh, Jay Parker here. Uh, should I just text you over the address to send a couple of those boards, too, or how do you want to work? Email work, email work best for you? I got it. I'll do email. 
those things. Stuff with your stamped envelope will work. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> hey, listen, man, we had an opportunity over GABF, and we just really like the guy, Dave Thibodeau, and we've got some mutual friends, uh, myself, Greg, uh, with Jay Lum. Is Jay at that party? Yeah, he is. He is? I'll tell you what, I love, I love working for Thibodeau. He is the best uh, boss I've ever had in my life. He's such a passionate beer person and passionate about so many things and uh he's the best i'm glad you got to meet him he's i love where love working for these guys the ska boys are the best and he's so accessible and he's just down to earth and he'll he's did you see the interview that uh dave did with myself at rialto uh, during great american beer festival week we just released it here um oh yeah i did see that yeah listen the guy was uh, he was so open to any and all questions and you can just tell he's one of those guys so he's an open book and and at this point in his life it's surrounding himself and he'll be the first to say it with guys like you uh joe hall online with us from scott brewing company you're a brewer right yeah i run the mod brewery uh the mod project so uh, uh I, I used to brew on the main system for uh, quite a few years and then we have a small three-and-a-half-barrel system that we can do more exciting things and use uh, fresh ingredients or maybe do a little experiments that we probably wouldn't want to do 30 barrels of at a time. So, yeah, so I'm brewing up on there, uh, just having some fun, really you're doing, doing some weird experiments. Yeah, you're doing the, some one-offs. Uh, talk about some of the ones that are close to your heart. Well, we've really been playing around with some lactobacillus lately. Uh, because your what hurts? Found that... Oh, uh, playing around with lactobacillus. <laughs> and so the lactobacillus, if we grow it in the kettle, we can really get some really nice tart flavors. Um, so compared to like a Britannomyces sour or the PDO sour, that, you know, sometimes the, the bread will have, that's aged in the barrels for a long time, will have like the more leathery, horsey, real kind of uh, thicker flavor. These tart lactobacillus beers will have uh, a really tart, nice, lighter flavor that mixes well with a lot of fruit with a lot of uh all kinds of different things that are really opened up a whole new area to play around with i'm sure you you drink a lot of that in denver uh no not too much (laughs) yeah no no no. uh the sour is that here to stay um, I think that there's a, a, a niche for it. For some reason, it's, it's, it's like the lactose sours have been around for a long time, mm-hmm. uh, like in Germany and stuff, and they kind of faded out. They almost, like Berliner Weiss, almost barely existed anymore. There was only a handful of breweries making them, and then recently they've had a resurgent. Um, I personally like to drink a couple of them a week. It's It's not like... Um, it is, it's been my go-to lately, but, um, I feel like they're going to stay, they're going to stay for a while. There's a niche, uh, that people really enjoy it. I think that it has, a, it, it is on a kind of a wave right now, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, it's hot. Like, I really cl- feel like if you make it clean and nice and you don't overdo it, uh, I, I think it's here to stay. Yeah. I, I tend to agree, you know, IPA. So here it is. You, you, you you, if you were to be a betting man, you would know that most breweries are going to have an IPA, right? Uh, oh, you, yeah. you think most breweries will have a sour as well? Um, a lot of people are afraid to play with they uh, are different kinds of bugs because there is like for like we as we grow this uh, strain, it gets more and more um, aggressive, and like we could really sour something a lot quicker now if it ever got loose. In, in, in a brewery that didn't have, like, the, the checks and balances and the cleaning regiments that we have, I could see it causing a big problem for uh, brews that you don't want to have this flavor because it goes mm-hmm. great in a lot of styles, but it's definitely not for every style. Um, I see a lot of people not wanting to, um, to introduce it to the brewery because of the, the X factors. And since it's, it's so new to to be growing in your brewery, there hasn't been a whole lot of, like, there's not a whole lot of uh, stuff that people are already experimenting with, so it could it could scare a lot of brewers. Yeah, no secret, I always say it, probably each and every week, Scott Brewing, my favorite, personally, my favorite brewing company, and happens to be in our backyard of 
Durango, Colorado, and and the beers stand on their own, but also the people and the process and, and the ingredients that you use, I think, bar none. But as we talk about uh, trends and, and uh, staples within the brewing community, uh, I think Ska's always been on the cutting edge. What can we see on the horizon? Well, I mean, we're always trying to do local stuff and keep it, keep the community. We're, we're very, very... Uh, concerned about our community just like this party here it's all about the locals and having uh having all of us get together like pretty much everyone i know that uh snowboards and skis at the mountain is is in our area in in the brewery right now partying and uh in the future uh we're, we're experimenting with different styles like uh some of the sour beer but uh we're probably gonna um we're probably gonna. Uh, Is there something coming think- full circle right now? Uh, that was you know one of the like a stout or a porter, and then here we come into seasonals as well. Um, but do you, do you see a trend of of something coming full circle right now? Hmm. Well, I feel like there's always right now. There's always the um, the hoppy the hoppy uh, person that's gonna want more hops. Uh, I feel like that's always going to be around. I feel like there was, um, a, uh, a lot of, uh, there was a, re- there was a lot of, uh, New Zealand hops being used lately. So I felt like just last couple of years, we've had a lot of the, um, tropical fruit style hops coming into all of our beers, but I, I kind of wanted to go back to more of a traditional, uh, solid, uh, old school, like, basic recipes again like maybe a good vienna lager and instead of doing a lot of gimmicky stuff and trying to like reach out to try use every different new hop and stuff that people would make some solid beers like maybe make a real solid pilsner or go back to a solid uh lager or something that is is just going to stand on its own and does i'm on board drinkable yes please in studio with us is is uh, bryce forrester he wanted to ask you a question here real quick as well so sure. one thing that we've seen in Craft Alley, a lot of people are feeling hopped out, and a lot of people come in for Pilsners, uh, just looking for a really good drinkable beer with full flavor that's not going to like melt their taste buds away. Do you guys see that in the brewery too? Yeah, and that's what I would really love to have a resurgence of that. It is like the solid, basic, go back to basics. I know that when with this with all these new breweries and stuff, there's so many new ingredients and like, like I said, all these New Zealand hops and all these new flavors, everyone's just throwing a bunch of ingredients into beers. I always say, them. thank God for yeah. True Blonde Ale. And thank God for you, yeah. Joel and Scott Brewing Company. We got to run, man. That's how time flies. But uh, say hi to all the boys for us and ladies. All right. Thanks a lot. You got to come you. down and go to one we of will. our uh, anniversary parties. Yes. All right. We'll be back next week for The Eater and the Drinker. The Modern Drinkers Booze in the News, brought to you by the Crafty Fox Tap House and Pizzeria and Bogey's Beer and Wine.